Welcome back, Coyotes fans, to the Chirpin' Yotes podcast. I said it right that time, didn't I? Um, I'm joined with, as always, Stathead Grandy and my main man, Chase. Boys, how are we doing post-draft? Doing pretty feel? good. Doing pretty good. Just uh, in the dog days of the offseason now. Don't think we're going to see much movement from as far as Coyotes-related goes from here till the training camp starts. So it's going to be a slow summer. Chase, how about yep. you? Yeah, doing well over here, boys. So just, uh, you know, busy summertime's crazy for me. Uh, all the families in town and stuff like that. So working crazy hours right now, but nothing out of the norm for the summertime. And, um, you know, like Grandy alluded to, um, the excitement of the off season, as far as the Coyotes are concerned, is pretty much over so um it's gonna be a, a drag through training camp and to get into the season but um uh, can't wait and as always excited to talk hockey with you tonight boys and um see what we can uh, come up with for this episode i think we got a good one we have a new segment coming in but we'll debut that here in a little bit so the draft we I think we've all felt pretty good and also special thank you to everyone that showed up for the draft party a lot of fun. I was a bit late, but I'm glad that uh, Grandy, Haynes, Connor all held it down for us. Uh, thank you again for coming. Great time. Uh, definitely huge success. Bigger pull than last year, so that's, that's always good to see. Uh, great talking on with you guys. And special shout out to UK Yodis, who really, I mean, he's still up to like sunrise his time over there in the UK, so that's that's dedication. So uh, tip the cap to you guys for showing up. So what do you guys think of the, the draft? What were your, obviously we had our mock draft. I didn't get that many right, but that's not too surprising but was there any surprises in the first round for you boys at all anything i said is there anything that surprised you uh for the draft anything i mean in a good way or bad way uh the first round second round anything that you're like oh okay um nothing really like crazy surprising um other than the fact that uh you know all the experts and everything obviously had a right going first uh except for i think the athletics mock uh, final mock had uh, um, uh, him not going number one, uh, so it was kind of interesting to see him fall. Um, and wasn't really sure as it pertains to the Coyotes if if they you know if he was there at three if they were going to go there or go with the guy that we've all, we seem to have wanted since the get go and Cooley. Um, so just kind of interesting to see that whole thing play out. Um, happy with our pick though. And then um, it created some great content for, you know, the internet and everything like that with the uh, <laughs> little death stare that uh, right through over to Montreal and kind of a little bit of chirps uh, afterwards and the um, days after the draft. But um, other than that, um, you know, that's, that's probably the biggest thing for me, at least. Yeah, the draft itself was just crazy. I mean... Corey Proman had two mocks straight where he had uh, Shane Wright fall into four, but I don't think anybody actually expected it come draft day. But the moment that the Canadians went Yiraj Slavkovsky, it just it opened up a tidal wave that just kept crashing. Um, in the long run, though, speaking for Shane Wright, I actually think him going to Seattle will be good for him. Less pressure for what was a weaker top of the draft than expected. 
Um, he's not going to face that same pressure he would in Montreal. He will have a really good second-line center, Matty Beniers, to help him out with. And they can be more patient with his development than if he was first overall. So I think that's going to be good for him. But, man, the Coyotes got a good one in Cooley. He's easily the most exciting, high-octane player in the draft. So I'm really looking forward to seeing that. And then to follow that up with a trade-up to get Connor Geeky in, our center depth right now is looking better than it ever has ever in our history as a team. So it's something to really look forward to. And it's something that is exciting to see. I was, I was, I was shocked too. Always when I saw Wright not go first overall. And I thought for a second, he might take right, but I, I think GMBA had his guy. I think that was, like you said, I mean, that was the guy that I think he coolly seemed like he really wanted to be a Coyote, which is great. Um, and I think that was a good fit. I'm really excited. Uh, like I said a, a couple times throughout these podcasts, I, I want the future now. I want to just fast forward a couple of years. The uh, Tempe Arena, these players coming up. I'm, I'm excited. And Geeky, I didn't know as much about the prospects as you and Haynes did, but you guys say it's exciting, so I'm definitely looking forward to that for sure. So, but none of that, no surprise, except for how tall uh, Maverick is. That dude is like, what, 6'7 or something like that? Holy cow. Tower above everybody there. I do, I do have to throw out that we drafted the best hair in the draft in Connor Peake. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, his, sure. his mic'd up uh, video that the Coyotes posted was awesome, dude. He's always flicking that lettuce around, bro. We know what we were doing. We know what we were doing. So if you had to give the one of those, I know every sports site does it, good, bad, or ugly, but if you had to give the draft a letter grade, what would you give them? You know what? I'm copping out here because... Okay. S-tier. I S-S-T. Hate I, hate, I hate draft A grades. I just... Yeah, I do too, but it's something I think... I can't stand fun. it. It's something that you can't know the day after how the draft looks. You can sit there and squabble and say, well, we could have gone this guy in the third round and maybe it would have turned out, but at the end of the day, you don't know. Maybe we reached on that reclamero. Maybe we didn't. The fact of the matter is, is the only way we're going to find out one way or the other is at the end of this time period when these guys are playing in the NHL or they're not. So I'm going to sit back and I'm copping out and I'm going to say an incomplete grade and we shall see. I can tell you it gets an A for excitement. Um, there were uh, the Maverick Lamoureux pick based on all the experts, was a reach. So that's that's a questionable one if you want to use that. But again, it's just we went in with a draft plan. We executed it. I'm not going to give a grade. That I'm not going to knock down a grade for us going out and getting a guy we wanted. 
So I'm going to trust GMBA and move forward with it. I can tell you Corey Pronman had us ranked as the third best draft in the in the uh in the draft, so there is that. But there's other people that had us down near the bottom. So it's just it's incomplete. What about you, Chase? Do you have a glitter grade for us? Or kind of more of a granny stance that's not really feeling it? Yeah, um, I mean, it's it's like Grandy said, it's tough. Um, obviously, um, excitement wise, um, you know, I've, I've, we've talked at this about this pretty much at length. Um, I'm much more excited than I was pre-draft. Um, so in that regard, you know, you get a strong A. Um, for the time being, I'd probably say you got to be somewhere around a B B plus, um, just because we don't know. Um, I do like that we um, never shifted and got Cooley, uh, which seemed to be, which all signs seem to be that that's where we were going as long as he was available. Um, getting aggressive, uh, you know, using some of those um, uh, assets that GMBA has accumulated to get up and go get geeky was awesome. Um, and then uh, Ma- getting Maverick, um, you know, there as well. Um, I you know, have seen that it's, it's quite a swing and, you know, lots of development needs to happen there. And, uh, you know, um, these, these guys, these size, uh, guys usually either work or they don't. Um, so I do like the, um, uh, move though. Um, if, if that's the player that GMBA thought that we had to have there, then, you know, I, I trust him to the fullest extent. Um, and uh yeah i mean it's it's i'm I'm definitely excited and if i'd have to give a letter grade if you held my feet to the fire probably go b b plus and um with the ability to change um you know down the line but that's where i'm at um but excitement wise i am um you know in a much better place than i was pre-draft um i mean just i'm excited man it's uh and you know seeing the the videos uh posted from you know um, the rookie game or the prospect game and stuff like that and um you know the behind the scenes stuff with cooley um uh, it's been cool to see man and uh you can definitely tell he's out there having a good time and uh seems to be uh grabbing uh the leadership role as far as um you know there uh in the prospect development camp um so it's cool uh very excited but that's about all i got on it you summed it up, uh, yeah, I mean, almost like two words right out of my mouth. Uh, I agree. Definitely A on the excitement level. I am very pumped. I am excited. Like I said, I, I want these years to be, oh, I want to just skip and just get to where these guys are playing in the, hopefully, Kachina sweater. If we still keep that, which I hope we do. Um, yeah, I, I, even with the grade, I have to agree with you there. Um, just from my understanding, knowledge, and just what I've read from what Grandy and Haynes and others have discussed, I, I'd say, yeah, BB. B, B plus, I think that's pretty good. I mean, I guess it'll show in three to four years how good it really was, and I hope that, uh, I feel confident. I definitely think that GMBA really is the best guy that we got ever in the history of the franchise, so I have full trust and full faith. So, till then, I, uh, I'll drink the Kool-Aid. So now, I want to ask, 
who would be your favorite pick? It could be the first round, third round, seventh round, whatever one you want to pick. Uh, who was your favorite? Way too early to you know plant your banner, but uh, start with you, Chase. Who would be your favorite? Um, I'm gonna go with what lots of people said was the the big swing. I like the you know high risk, high reward pick here. Um, obviously this this player um, showed something to GMBA comes out of a league that uh you know lots of people said there's at least one good one in each draft and have to go find them from the queue uh but uh, maverick lamoureux um this guy if he pans out man um I'm, I'm excited um i've seen some pretty nice hits that uh grandy was so nice to pass around the group chat and um pretty cool stuff and um i'm not sure if we've ever had you know, like this type of defenseman with this type of size. Um, and, um, you know, lots of people say that, uh, you know, these, these players, they either hit or they don't, there's not a lot of history of a player with this build once he, you know, grows into his body and frame and stuff like that. Uh, so it'll be exciting to see, but, um, I like this one. Um, even though, I mean, the modern NHL is getting away from size, um seems like he can probably uh you know still keep up with the pace of the game um from everything that i've read uh he does um you know actually join in on the offense and um um uh, you know looks for guys in front of the net kind of with like the shot pass and stuff like that so um but i like the physicality and uh, i think it could be very exciting to see him pan out in the future um seems to be probably the one that's probably going to take a while to develop and probably get his shot. Uh, but he's young and, uh, I'm very excited, uh, to hopefully see him put on the Kachino one day. Grandy, who's your favorite pick? Yeah. So I'm going to go with uh defenseman. We took in the second round, Artyom Duda, uh, six foot one, 180 pounds. He wasn't, offensive machine in a league that doesn't get a lot of scoring from defensemen in Russia. Uh, 14 goals and 41 points in 52 games this year. He has a really good shot that has a tendency of sneaking its way through. Um, His shot is probably his best skill, but he's a pretty good puck mover too. Just overall, he's a really strong offensive defenseman who could easily quarterback a power play someday if he keeps the growth rate that he's been on. Um, He's a guy I'm really excited to see the growth of. He needs to work on his defensive game a bit. Uh, That is one area he is pretty weak on. But his offensive game should be able to hold him forward, and I think his offensive game will make him an NHL player someday maybe not a power play one quarterback but maybe on our power play two um but it's gonna be interesting to see i just i think he'll hit and i think we'll see him in the nhl someday and we'll see him putting up points so nothing nothing to sneeze at at that pick tyler what about you I'm going to go with the most basic of options and go with Cooley. I think uh, just like, you know, we mentioned the videos they posted about him 
and all that. I just I think he's excited. I think it's cool that he is proud to be a Coyote and all that. I think it's a good culture shift for us. I think he'll play really well in the future. And I just I'm excited. Like I said, I really just can't get over how I just can we just skip? Can I sleep for the next three years and just see the success, see the new arena, get our tattoos the opening day? I'm I'm ready for that. Now to sum up, we have made, although it's going to be a quiet rest of summer, as you've alluded to earlier, Grandy, we did make a couple off-season moves, uh, mostly just a couple signings here, nothing super crazy or anything too wild. Uh, I'm just going to list off a couple of the names here provided by uh, Craig Morgan on PHNX. Thank you for making the list for me. If you have not subscribed to them, we do recommend checking them out. They have great content for all the Arizona teams. Fantastic people over there, too. Um, so... I'm going to mess this up. So, Grandy, Nick, what is it? Bukestead. Bukestead. There it is. Uh, got a one-year contract. Uh, Troy Stetcher, Benzman, one year. Got a Josh Brown, two years. Uh, John Sebastian Dia? Dia? Dia. Or, eh, Dia. That's how I heard it pronounced, at least. Oh, works for me. Two-year contract. Laurent Dauphin. Flipper, he's back. Boko, you said Imama? Imama? Yep. Yep. Imama. And then Luke, uh, Lucas Cloak? Cloak? Uh, it was pronounced for us by Redeem Verbata. I cannot remember how it was pronounced. And then John Gillies, a goalie. So that seems to be our so far moves. I'm sure we'll do a trade here or there. So, but, um, I mean, Professor Grandy, Chase? One thing I did like about our moves, really the first three are the ones that matter. Um, And then we made the cap dump trade of, of, oh, I'm blanking on the name, the guy from the Rangers, where we got two more seconds for him. Um, But the thing I liked about our moves, both... uh, with Stetcher and Bugstead especially, is they're going to be easily flippable at the trade deadline. Those are guys we're going to bring in, play big minutes, and probably get a decent decent asset back from at the deadline. So I like that. And it's just keep stacking up these assets, man. Keep stacking up these picks. Yeah, I'd agree with you, Grandy. Um, I mean, as far as, um, you know, signings and stuff like that, um, none of them, uh, you know, are for the future or anything like that. Uh, every move that's been made is calculated on a time frame for us. And, um, you know, these are short deals. Um, like you said, get assets back after having guys that probably weren't playing top minutes play top minutes for us and kind of showcase what they can do. Um, hopefully you can get a contender to, you know, swoop up or, you know, a fringe playoff team to add some depth at the deadline. Um, like you said, keep stacking the assets back and, um, you know, add them to the staple of already a ton of assets that we have coming up in the next couple drafts. Um, so exciting as far as that goes uh, and uh you know it's that's definitely gonna be another one of those years but um i am much more comfortable as far as you know the plan um uh I honestly start to see the light at the end of the tunnel uh it's 
long ways away, but, uh, you know, there's a flicker down there. So, uh, seems like we're, you know, making the right moves, taking the right steps, uh, in order to actually, you know, build this into something that, uh, you know, we can be proud of here in three or four years. Um, and that's all you can really ask for at this point. Um, you know, we've been at rock bottom, uh, we've been in the middle, we've been on the fringe and, uh, um, you know, tried the retooling route and it just wasn't cutting it, uh, for one reason or another. Um, so it's kind of exciting, even, for, uh, although it is frustrating that we're, you know, having to go through this stuff, but, uh, at the end of the day, man, I think, I think. We've got the correct people in place, um, invested heavily in the scouting and all that good stuff. And uh, I couldn't be more excited for what, uh, you know, the future holds for this organization. And uh, uh, can't wait to be proud of to see what we started with or what GMBA started with and, you know, the contender that he's going to have built here soon uh, in the not crazy near future but near future um you know down the line um so i just feel like everything is uh you know done with that in mind and doesn't seem like he's gonna um you know make the mistake of um you know giving out something that he shouldn't um he seems focused and um i trusting his plan and uh i'll follow it till the end well said. Again, you uh, you really took the words right out. I mean, you touched every plan I was going to touch. I mean, I absolutely trust the plan. we got a flicker hope at the end of the tunnel. Assets are good. He clearly knows what to do with these assets. I'm, I'm So far, again, from my understanding of how his scheme is working, it seems to be very effective. And I I mean, I trust the guy. He tells me that that second round pick is worth whatever, then I'm going to trust him and let him do his thing. I'm glad, and it, more importantly, I'm glad the ownership is letting him do his thing. I think it's hard to be an owner and be told, okay, hey, look, we're going to gonna suck this amount of years. It costs him money. At the end of the day, I mean, Alex Marwello, he foots the bill. I mean, he's the one that keeps the lights on, literally and figuratively. So for Jim to tell you, hey, look, you know, give me these five years or whatever it is, I'm glad the owner also buys into it as well. I can't think of many Arizona owners that tend to do that. So... I, I will say with the owners buying in, it is a lot easier to buy into this when you're looking at the next four years, uh, 5,000 seat arena, and rebuild your teeth. Uh, That's true. Yeah, I guess, yeah, we are paying pennies on the dollar, but still, it's still he could have you know, tried to get players in there to sell tickets and stuff. So, I mean, I'll take it. I trust it. I'm glad that they're both committed to the plan i should say so any last thoughts on our offseason moves before we get on to our brand new segment no i think that just about sums it up i mean we knew we were in for a quiet offseason once the draft got here outside of maybe chikrin which never really materialized which we'll touch on later or next pod yep that i think a kessel trade will probably come right and we probably should do you think he'll play here Beginning of the season, you think Kessel? Uh, he's a free agent. Yeah, he's a free agent. Oh, he's free? Oh, that's right. Okay. Well, never mind. So, with that being said, I'm introducing you boys to a new segment I came up with the other day. Um, basically, the rules are, I'm going to list off facts about this player, and you have to guess who it is. Uh, the theme this week, be- 
because it is our post-draft pod, is that they are, all three are, well, the bonus ones for Grandy. The main two are drafted by us. They are a originally drafted by us in their various draft years. Uh, it may not be the case for everyone. They will be Coyote's players, obviously, but maybe I'll twist it up and change it up if this is something you guys like to do. So, that being said, it's of course brought to us by our friends over at Rogue Energy, which I had the pleasure of buying one of the little uh, trial packs. Fantastic flavors, the great popsicle ones, really great. Didn't have any jitters, pretty good energy-wise. Felt pretty good, took it at, my, at work. Fantastic. Uh, pretty good for workouts. The milkshakes are delicious. Pretty satisfied. Use promo code YOTES at checkout, Y-O-T-E-S, to save 10% and support the show. So, that being said, here are your first clues for our first player. How do you want us to uh, buzz in real quick? Just say buzz. It'll have to work. Yeah, unfortunately, using Discord like we are, I can't see your pretty faces. So, I'm just going to have to trust that... You do it. What I can do, since I can see who mutes and unmutes, you guys can mute yourselves, and then when you're ready with your answer, you can just unmute and say buzz. I guess that has to work. Until we get the other system set up, we'll make that work for now. So Sounds good to me. Alright, so go ahead and mute yourselves, boys, and let's get this party started. So, he was drafted 104th overall in the 2005 draft. A huge fan favorite. Born in Boston. Shoots left. I have two more easy you hints if you can't get... He didn't say buzz. Buzz. He said unmute. I unmuted. You can't. There. Okay. I had that since the first hint. (laughs) Yes, it is, in fact, Keith Yandel. Okay. So unmute and say buzz. All right. Buzz. Yeah. What? You got to unmute. I'll I'll give you a chance on this one, uh, Chase. Oh, no, you're good, man. I'm not good at these trivia things. Just, that's your wheelhouse, bro, but I'll give her a go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Player two. 22 years old. Drafted in 2018. Used number 27 for Team Canada in juniors. Captain of the Canada team in 2020, putting up a total of six goals. Come on, make these harder, man. I had to make it simple just to test it out. Yes. Grandy, floor is yours. I said Buzz Hayton. Oh, I didn't hear the Hayton part. All right. Awesome. Yeah, that's it. So now, I made it easy for the first round. If you guys like it, I'll, I'll, I'll crank the difficulty up. I guess I made it too easy. But, Grandy, you ready for your special challenge one? Because you requested it? Yes, I am. Okay. Here it is. The 2007 entry draft. We got this pick from Anaheim, who got it from Edmonton. He's a defenseman. His WHL team was the Regina Pats. Who is this player? Don't you dare Google it, too. That's not fun. Regina Pats. Regina Pats, defenseman. We got this pick from Anaheim, who got it from Edmonton in the 2007 entry draft. Oh, my God. You know what? I think I know this one. If you know this one without Googling, I will be... I don't, I've never even heard of this guy. Ask Chase if you heard of him. He's like, he's never heard of this guy. And there's a kicker to this one. 2007, that's the draft we got tourists, I think. Yep. Mm-hmm. That is the draft we got tourists. He was pick number 30. 
I'm pretty sure that uh, it was on Craig Morgan in THNX's draft show, worst draft picks all time. <laughs> never even played a game for us. No, he didn't. That was my last little hint thing. He never even touched the Coyote sweater. I think outside of training camp, obviously. I think currently he plays in Italy or something like that. I think from one my little research I did on him. I didn't even heard of him. I had no idea who this guy was. I know he's on their podcast as uh, as that. Yeah, he went two obscure with this one, I guess. It is. Um, Ready for the answer? Or you want to guess? No, because if he never played the game for us, I'm never going to guess it. Mick Ross. There's, yeah, I have no idea who that is. But it sounds familiar. So, so it went from gotta, way too easy. It's got to be from that podcast. I'm yeah. I just kind of researched. I just looked at draft years, and I saw this here name. I, and I was like, of, I've never heard of this guy. Here, I kind of thought you know you would throw out a name that actually played for us. You said go obscure, so I was like, all right, I'll go obscure. I will crank so it go, up. So I went. I gotta so find go a good like middle Victor, ground. Go like Victor Tikhonov. Victor Tikhonov. Victor Tikhonov. All right. Well, I'll put that in the shuffle for whatever I uh the next. <laughs> who's that yoked? Do you even know who Victor Tikhonov is? No, I do not. He was drafted for us the same year we got. He's Russian. Her, I want to say <laughs> he's Russian. What? The 2008 or 2009? Actually, his grandpa was actually the head coach of the Russian Miracle on Ice team. Oh, that's really cool. So, yeah. Uh, He was a beast in NHL games. That's all I remember him from. (laughs) The early NHL games, like 08, 09. 10. Yep. <laughs> oh, good old days. I remember those NHL, what was it, NHL hits? We have like the, the brain puck and the baby heads or whatever. He's on the arcade versions. Yeah, NHL 3 on 3 arcade that came out for like Xbox. That was, I played that a lot. You need to bring that kind of yeah. style of sports game back. You know, like the NFL Blitz and all that. And the Realistic I mean, stuff is cool, but I like the arcadey stuff too. I mean, they FIFA have Street. those options. They have those options in most uh, most games. Yeah, but threes doesn't count. Threes threes kind of sucks. But that's arcadey. Yeah, but it's not the good kind. It's not like banana peels or freezing or oil slicks or nothing like that. No weirdness. <laughs> I like that stuff. Yeah. That like the NHL three on three arcade game they had. That was perfect. Bring that back. Just make that again. I'll, I'll buy it again. That's fine. Which game was it from a long time ago that the octopus would come out on the ice and like steal your pants? Gosh, was, was it like, NHL hits? I thought it was NHL hits. Sure I liked it. Hit the ice, I think it was, or something. I'm pretty sure that was NHL hits. Yeah, because I know NHL you can have like hits. baby, the baby heads, and like the brain puck for like the alien spaceship or whatever. <laughs> My cousin played the crap out of that game when we were kids. Gosh. Good Good that. That's what I miss. Yeah, I like those, like I said, like Mario Strikers, but make that hockey. You know, give me a Mario hockey game or something. I'll love that. Or a good hockey Mario Strikers game. 
Huh? Yeah. Have to talk, talk to Nintendo. Nintendo. I'll write him a letter. They did make a Mario hockey game for Wii, but it's not very good. Is that the one that came with the freaking stick for the Wii remote? <laughs> no, that's that Wayne Gretzky game. No, it was oh, like yeah. for Mario's yeah, that Mario like the Wayne Gretzky pool whatever or pond hockey game or whatever. <laughs> no, it was uh it was Mario Sports Mix had like basketball and some kind of soccer, but not Mario Strikers soccer, volleyball. So I don't know, it was some kind of weird mix, but they they kinda like just put hockey in there and it was okay. I mean, wasn't a I want like a full game, but you know. Not bad. Yeah, so it looks like that was uh, pretty good. I'll have to make sure to crank the difficulty up next time, I think. I think I made those first two too easy and the last one too hard. So i got to find a bit of a middle ground for that. I wonder how fast Haynes would have had it. I know. Well, maybe next pot I'll, oh, I'll come up with one. Instead of maybe we'll have to give him the, the bonus challenge one and see if he can guess it. I'll have you come up with there it. Really. But I can, I can, yeah, I can pull yep. that one up. Yeah, I'll have you. So you give me the info. We'll do it. So we'll have two regular ones again, and then we'll do that one. So that'll be perfect. Find a good middle ground. I'll, I'll do, I'll figure something out. Well, now, I've, of, burned my, now I've burned my Victor Tikhanov one. <laughs> well, that's, well he, he might not listen to this. You never know. He might not. Hey, speaking of Haynes, too, by the way, he was supposed to have a second article come out tonight, which is July 16th, but uh, he pushed it to tomorrow morning. So depending on when you're listening to this, it could be that day, um, but it'll be out July 17th. I think he said, what, boys, that he's going to have two of them out tomorrow? Yeah, Yeah, two of them out tomorrow. Yeah. So um, I know he was on Twitter saying it was supposed to drop tonight, but... Um, had ran into a little bit of an issue with something, and uh, so we'll be available for you tomorrow. Be good stuff. So, boys, with that being said, do you have anything else you want to add before we close this thing out? No, just uh, thank you all for listening. Let's uh, we'll have some good content coming through for you through the off season, and let's see, let's see what these coyotes look like on opening day. I'm very, very interested in that. <laughs> yeah, same was uh, Grandy for me. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, appreciate you boys spending just uh, about an hour with me tonight talking hockey. It's always a pleasure. Um, and like you, I'm excited to see what uh, what this year brings. Um, but uh, yeah, other than that, man, hope everybody stays uh safe out there and has a great rest of the summer and we'll catch you all next time yeah we definitely have some uh, off-season content planned a couple of guests a couple other things we'll be getting going uh, from all of us here have a good night we'll see you next time